My dear friends, our reading from Amos, the first reading from the prophet Amos, gives us sort of the bad side of our human nature. Listen to these adjectives and these verbs. Complacent. Stretched out comfortably on their couches. Eating the best food. Making up and creating their own music. Drinking the best wine. Anointing themselves with expensive oil. So not that comfort and those things are bad. But if they become the center of your life and the purpose of your life, then you become filled with selfish self-love. And that's not good. Our psalm today, our, our psalm, our beautiful psalm, 146, describes what God is like. The best nature of God. Blessed is he who keeps faith forever, who secures justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the just, protects the stranger. He protects the fatherless and the widow. The Lord thwarts the way of the wicked. That's what God is like, and we are to imitate him. And Jesus, in his beautiful parable today, brings both of those together for us to think about in our own life. Uh, the rich man's name is, was given a name through history called Dives, which just means rich in Latin. So Dives is there. He's got the best clothes on. He's got the best food. He's got the best of everything. And Lazarus, the poor man, is at the gate, separated from him. Sure would like something. He's hoping that he'll get some of the scraps that fall from the rich man's table, from Dives' table. You know, those days they didn't have napkins, so they used, to, they used to wipe their hands in bread and then throw the bread on the floor. So Lazarus is wishing to get some of that bread. And he has competition. Those dogs that are with him want that bread too. He's got to scramble like an animal, trying to get something from Dives, something from the rich man, who mostly doesn't even see him. Well then, as you know, as the parable goes, they both die. And the situation is totally reversed. Now the rich man is across a giant chasm and he has nothing. He's in torment. And he sees uh, Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham with, you know, with all of the rock stars of the Jewish faith. Moses and Abraham and all the important people. He's there with them. And now he is longing. Would, the, would Lazarus just look my way? Would he just give me something? And he even says, you know, hey, Abraham, send that Lazarus over to me. Have him dip his finger in water to cool my mouth and my tongue. Just a little bit of water, because I'm, I'm suffering here. A little bit of water make a little difference, a big difference for me. And Abraham says it can't be done because of that great chasm. Then he says, well, hey, why don't you t tell Lazarus to go back from the dead and to warn my brothers, my five brothers, so they won't end up like this. And Abraham again says no. He says, no, they have the law and the prophets. They're, they have the teaching of God. If they don't pay attention to it, they're not even going to pay attention if someone rises from the dead and tells them to do that. And that, of course, points to us. Jesus rose from the dead. And he said, don't ignore the poor. Uh, don't live your life for yourself. 
Love God and don't ignore the poor. And look at St. Paul in this beautiful reading from St. Paul today, 1 Timothy chapter 6. He sums it all up for us and tells us how to live. Just this first line. You should go home and read this tonight. But you, man of God, pursue righteousness. So we are to pursue justice, devotion. We are to have our devotional prayer to God. We are to pursue faith. Faith is surrender, folks. When we don't, we're not in charge. We surrender it to God. And we give to the poor. We give to the those that are near to help in faith. Pursue love. Pursue patience and gentleness. Compete well for the faith. Let's have a holy competition here. Who can be the best saint? That's what, that's what God wants. God wants us to do. Not to live for ourselves. Not to ignore the poor. Not to, re- to realize that we're here for a purpose. And it's not just for comfort, but it's for loving God and loving our neighbor.